You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Life in your mortal body is the title of this devotion. You know, I was visiting my mom just now, just recently, and I'm sitting there across from her, and she is 95 this, this month, the month of June. And I'm sitting there across from her, and, and, and she's just like a little bit sleepy, right? And you could see the natural person calm, at rest in God, content in God, satisfied in God, not anxious, not wanting, not needy, just at rest. It's the wonderful rest of God's indwelling presence. And then when I directly speak to her and she begins to communicate back to me, it is so obvious that instantly her eyes that are blue begin to shine, literally shine. Her face begins to smile. And by the Holy Spirit, whoom, she begins to speak. And these words that are life-giving come out of her. And I am sitting there and I'm just weeping. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, on one of the devotions, show you one of my, my mom's recent uh, talking. I'm going to show you, probably next week, okay? Uh, if I can't do it this week, I'll make it a special devotion about my mom. But I mean, I see the life in the mortal body. The word mortal means dying. And here we see the life of the Son of God in this mortal body. And the statement of this is from Romans chapter 8 here, starting at verse 10. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. In other words, you receive that life-giving spirit in you as a sign that you now have been made right with God or as the imputed righteousness of God, God's own righteousness. Second Corinthians chapter 5 talks about having become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is the statement there in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 20 I think it is. And he says so the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So Christ, life dwells in this earthen vessel, 2 Corinthians 4:6, so that the glory of the power thereof may be of God and not ourselves, is what it says, right? And the spirit of life of Christ inside of us manifests in our fleshly body. And it wants to have such dominion over us as we abide in it and live in it day and night that the fruit of its indwelling presence becomes obvious. There's light, there's life, there's love, there's peace, there's joy, there's goodness, there's kindness, there's gentleness, 
there's self-control, there's faithfulness. These are some of the fruits of his indwelling life, according to Galatians chapter 5. Oh, what a wonder, what a marvelous wonder to have that spirit of Christ's life inside of us. It says there, I just as I'm quoting you that Galatians 5, I'm getting reminded that he says there, but I say, walk, live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit, then you will certainly not gratify the cravings of the desires of the flesh of the human nature without God. Oh, the fruits of it is that you're not just constantly being driven by the yawnings and <laughs> yearnings of your natural flesh. No, you're at rest. You're at rest. You're not anxious for anything. You're content in the sufficiency of His indwelling presence. You're satisfied, you're weaned by being nourished by the life of the Son of God. You're like a baby that has just drunk its fill from mama's breast and is satisfied and complete and smiling and falling asleep in the sweet warmth of having received that nourishment of life. And this is how the Lord wants you to live in this mortal flesh. And He wants it to become so evident that there's not just a fruit, but that there is the clothing, the embodiment of that life and just the way that you carry yourself in meekness and gentleness and lowliness of the Lamb of God. Oh, my dear friends, this is the life in the mortal body. And the Lord wants us to live in it with such joy in the spirit that he has been given us a share in his holy heavenly life. And he says here, therefore, we do not lose heart even when our outward man is perishing. And I so long for all the Christians in the world to know this because so many Christians sometimes still get confused what to believe when they experience the death in the flesh and the decaying of the mortal body, the dying of the flesh. And then they, when they feel that or sense that or see that, then, or there's some illness or some weakness or some frailty in the flesh, then they kind of go, oh, maybe God doesn't love me anymore. Oh, maybe God's left me. Never, never think such thoughts, never ever think such thoughts in Jesus' name. Never. The Lord says, I will never, ever leave you. I will never give you up. I'll never lose my grip on you. No, never. Oh, no to the glory and praise of His own sacrificial work on Calvary and His dominion as our great high priest at the right hand of God. He will never give you up. He will never let you go. So just trust in Him rely on Him, depend on Him, even though the outward man is perishing. Don't lose heart because your inner man is being renewed day by day. I was in the hospital in Hereford visiting a dear heavenly saint, Neil Colson. He's in heaven now. Oh, his body was ravaged with cancer. His whole arm here, his left arm was swollen up and, 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 and he was in agony and struggling to breathe. Oh, was he just, every breath he took was a mountain moving act of faith. 
And, and, and yet, the moment you talked to him, you saw the light of the Son of God in that frail earthen vessel. You saw the love of the Son of God in that beautiful, frail vessel. And there was absolutely no doubt about it that he was the righteousness of God in Christ. So even though he suffered in the flesh, yet he rejoiced in the Spirit. He rejoiced in the eternal hope that we have through Jesus Christ. So don't lose heart. When the outer man is perishing, your inner man is being renewed day by day. And the light afflictions of the dying of this natural body, which is but for a moment, is working for us in a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, which while we do not look at the things which can be seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Oh, I love this about the Lord. I love this about the Lord. He gives his life to dwell in this earthen vessel so that the glory of the life we have is not of ourselves, but of God. And he maintains it and he perfects it when we enter into his holy of holies, into his presence as we depart this body. Because to be in the body is still to be absent of the Lord, but to be apart from the body is to be present with the Lord. And the Lord is so looking for us to finish the job he's given us in this body, bearing witness of his love and life, that while others may see the frailty of our human nature, they see the glory of our heavenly nature, and it's continuously being perfected in you, continuously being perfected as he not only gives his life, but maintains it in you. So let me close here with Ephesians 1. Listen to these thoughts, starting at verse 17. He came, excuse me, 1 verse 17 of Ephesians. God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, gives you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Wisdom and revelation. Wisdom means to be able to perceive. A revelation, it's being received. So you have a divine ability to perceive what he is revealing. And you live. What is he revealing? The life of the Son of God in you. You have a spirit of wisdom to recognize it. And you have, it's being revealed to you. The life of the Son of God. And then he says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The inward man begins to see as the light comes so that you may know what is the hope of the calling. You may know this eternal life that is awaiting you in heaven in all of its fullness. You may know it living inside of you by the Spirit. What are the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints in the light? What is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us who believe? And the working of His, according to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that's named, not only in this age, but also that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all of us with all of himself. 
My dear friends, I've seen this so many times. And this is the true Christian life. It's the life revealed in the mortal body. It's not just a dream. It's not just a vision. And so it can be. But it is far beyond that. It is a living experience where we become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself and have the richest measure of his divine presence within this earthen vessel. And this he is able to accomplish in you far beyond anything you would have ever dared ask, hoped or prayed for according to his power that's already at work in you and to God. Be the glory for this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Have a good day.